I'm Nicole McCants, a psychologist turned business coach for psychotherapists. It was not long ago when I was in solo private practice, seeing way too many clients feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. In 2016, when I became pregnant with twins, I knew I had to scale to a group practice because I couldn't keep working that much. I was sick of hitting the ceiling in my income and knew that the only way to make more money and help more people was expanding my practice. In three short years, I was able to scale it to 55 therapists and multiple seven figures. Once I was able to reach that goal, I had to take it to my peers. I'm here to teach you how to scale your solo practice to a group or take your group practice to the next level. We didn't learn anything about business in graduate school, so I created the Business Savvy Therapist podcast, where I share easy to implement, business and marketing strategies so you can help more people, make more money, and have more freedom. Let's dive in. Welcome back. In today's episode, I'm chatting with one of my members for what's called rapid fire coaching. Here's the thing. We all have the same questions. So today I'm going to be talking to Nirmala, and I'm pretty sure you're going to have very similar questions and get answers today. You get to be a fly on the wall. Welcome to the show, Nirmala. Hi. It's nice to be here today. Yes. Do you want to introduce yourself? Maybe let us know where you're from, your credentials. Yes. I'm a licensed mental health counselor and I practice in New York and Florida State. I lived in New York and I recently moved to Orlando. I work in private practice and I'm just starting out and exploring group practice. Perfect. Okay. Let's jump in. What's your first question? How do I move past feelings of control when I make my first hire? Like, because I'm so used to doing everything on my own Mm -hmm. and being in every single role. Like, how do I let go of that control and give it to like an admin, the therapist? Because it is my brand and my therapy practice. Yes. This is your reputation and you're not alone. Just know that you're not alone. I think anybody who cares about their practice is going to worry a little bit. And for me, this was honest to God, a real struggle for me. I didn't realize I was a control freak until I became a boss. Truthfully, a couple of things that really made a difference for me. Well, let me ask you this first. This was a question I would ask myself. What are you afraid of might happen? Let's just talk about that. What's some of the like thoughts? Like if I give this away, what might happen? Like for a therapist, what if they're not a good therapist? And you know, what if the clients just don't like them or they don't work well with like me personally as a supervisor or like the practice? What if they're they just don't vibe or mesh well? Yes, exactly. I would bring that the step closer, like what if, what if, what if, right? And in the end, it's really about, I think, what if they do something that impacts back to like my reputation and so on. So it's a lot about trust. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. Number one, know that I give you systems as your new business coach. So exciting. I know you just joined. I give you really good interview questions. You know what I mean? Like you're going to put them through a whole process and know a lot about them before you send them off to clients first. And you can supervise, like there's all sorts of ways, but also know retention is a measurement that I'm going to get you to track really closely and retention will tell you how good they are. So you're going to catch on really quickly, particularly if a therapist is good. 
but you were actually asking about an admin. So I want to go there. You're going to do it really slowly. I, I love using the analogy of riding a bike. Remember when you first learned to ride a bike, it was two hands really, really, really tight. And then one day you trusted and you're like, oh, I think I got this. And you let go. And it was just one hand. And then one day it's like, woo, no hands. And that's when your admin is fully running and you fully trust them. But it is a whole lot of meetings at the beginning. It's a whole lot of checking, you know, like just checking on them. And it's a lot of feedback, but it helped my anxiety if I did it slow. Just do it slow. Don't give them everything. Give them a little, let them build trust. Give them a little bit more, let them build trust. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I like that slowly and not yes. just dumping everything. Like here, do everything. As much as we watch you sometimes, because you're so overwhelmed, you're like, can you just do everything? Yeah, I'll guide you too throughout. Okay. Number two, what's your second question? How long after bringing on an admin, do I start bringing on a therapist? Should I hire them both at the same time or one at a time? Yeah. This is something that it's like the, you know, the chicken or the egg, what do I do first? And this is why I put this program together. Cause I didn't know either. It's like, <laughs> what do you do first? I, as I say, often, you probably heard me say this, you want to build the container before you fill the container. What that means is we want to systemize before we hire. I would absolutely hire the admin first and then they don't have to be completely know everything, of course, before you bring on the therapist, but get the admin first because then they could help you with all the admin stuff. Well, you're there for the therapist. Is that like, it's like you do one and then you do the other and you'll have the admin support. Everybody listening, if you bring on multiple people, you're going to be so bombarded with questions because you don't have a manual yet or an FAQ sheet. So I'd like you to do that first. I give you the manual so you can even like, you know, have your admin use the systems that I give you and have her customize it and then bring on the therapist. And here's the best part. She can help screen your therapist and make that hiring process even more effective because it's two brains are always better than one. I have really exciting news. I'm retiring as a psychologist in just a few weeks on June 2nd, 2023. And you are invited to my virtual retirement party. During the party, we can engage live. You can have your camera on. I cannot wait to see your face. We can chat. You can submit questions. Ask me anything. There'll be prizes. And at the end of the party, I'll be announcing a life-changing offer. I've never offered anything like this before. I'm so committed that you get the freedom that I was able to get. And I know that you can. Click the link in the show notes to register and I'll see you there. So how long should an admin be in like training and doing all of these things before I can let them do that? Is that like the slow, slowly learning the ride the bike part? Like if I'm ready to hire a therapist, like in the next month or two, is that enough time? Yeah. Cause you want to hire a few, right? Yeah. In this quarter, don't you? Yes. So we're going to find a really smart psychology student for an admin. Those are the ones you want to hire. Those you basically want to hire you, <laughs> a version of you back in like third year psychology, because I find those that want to be us and go to grad school are very bright because you have to be to get into grad school. So they're going to want to prove themselves and be very bright and motivated. So I think they will learn quick. I would say typically it takes 90 days for them to be rolling, like with no hands on the bike. But I think we could reduce it a little bit. Maybe I think like I, I'll follow you closely. We'll see how it goes. But in a, let's say you hire her today. A month later, you could 
post the job for the interview for the therapist because that could take another month. Do you know what I mean? So she's being trained while you're looking for somebody else. Yeah. So there can definitely, she doesn't need to be perfect before you hire a therapist for sure. Okay. Yeah. So know that. Don't worry. It won't like slow your growth. Yeah. And then the next question is like, how do I maintain a steady flow of therapy? Like, so I want to hire a few therapists in the next few months and how do I get new clients to come to them yeah. in a short amount of time. Cause I don't want to hire someone and have six months and they have like two or three clients on their caseload. Definitely. I don't want you to feel pressured to get them busy. Of course, you're going to feel pressured naturally. But one thing that I say during the interview and reiterate during the training is that just about expectation. So that, you know, I'm new at this, this is something you might want to say. I'm doing all these things. Don't worry. I'm working really hard to get you busy. But on average, it's not like you're going to start right away with 10 clients. So the reason I want you to set their expectations realistically is that's going to take the pressure off of you and just kind of have that collaborative communication early, right? Mm -hmm. Number one, we want to, and I'll help you do all of this. I know you just joined. You want to brand your website brand your website. And you're already doing some SEO, you said, so maybe it's good because we don't want to get into SEO and Google ads. Google ads were the game changer for me. If you have a not great website, it's just not going to convert. And then I'll also train you in a consult call script. So they're going to know how to do consult calls really, really well and convert them into paid first appointments. So we're going to train them as well. Okay. Yes. So first the website, are you happy with your website currently? It's in the works. Okay. I have a a writer doing the copy. Amazing. An SEO writer. So I don't have to worry about all of that. Okay. Amazing. Okay. So it will be SEO savvy very soon. You're already on that. Next, I would get you doing ads then. If you have a website that you've already invested in, we want to put ads there. Ads are everything. They typically have a four times return on investment. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, somebody who is stressed they don't want to go through Google. Like typically they're like, okay, you're at the top. Good. (laughs) If I go to your website and it it seems it's going to solve my problem, then I will book an appointment. Okay. That sounds very good. Great. Any other questions? I think there's probably going to be a ton to come up at some point, but I think this is a great starting point. Good. Do you want to share? People would probably love to hear what are you most, I mean, you just started the program, but what are you most excited about? Usually I ask what kind of results you've gotten, but I know you just started. I'm excited to grow. I didn't think I wanted a group practice and now I do. So I'm excited to see this process of growing and supervising again. I've been a supervisor in the past and just to see what it would be like running my own show and what I learned from this experience. I'm really excited to see where the next six months of your program takes me. Uh, Me too. Honestly, the sky is the limit. That's what I love about group practices. There's no ceiling. You've been living with a ceiling for so long, right? With like just therapy sessions and it's truly limitless. It's amazing. Thanks for being on the show, Nirmala. I'm excited to watch you grow. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Business Savvy Therapist podcast. I hope this episode was helpful. I would be so grateful if you would share this with a peer or colleague that is wanting to help more people make more money and have more freedom. Make sure to subscribe so you do not miss any new episodes and please do leave me a review. It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you in the next one.